Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Hello and welcome back to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. Uh, today we've got Neil. Hello. And Ethan. That was definitely a real voice, Neil. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then me. I'm Sammy. Uh, today, we want to talk about gamification outside of video games, uh, specifically kind of the quote-unquote gamification, like even in the kingdom. Like, is it kingdom-minded? Is it opposed to what we would expect? Uh, that sort of thing. The universe is a game. Well, you define simulation. <laughs> you define gamification for us, Sammy? Yeah, that's important. That's true. So gamification, I know a lot of us think about it mostly in terms of incentives. Like if I do this, I'll get this as a reward or like really what is the sort of like min-maxing way to approach something like how will I get the most bang for my buck? Uh, But it can really be a pretty broad reaching term of things of like... um, you know, architectural layouts or like color theory, um, which I guess, you know, all on their own, we only think of them as aspects of a game. Mm -hmm. You know, I might, I'm, I might be a little outlandish here. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I think, I think that it, like you said, I think it has to do with gamifying things that you wouldn't typically recognize as a game or adding game like elements to something that is a task or field that isn't necessarily um, game-like in and of itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, which can really honestly be anything. And I think that's been one of the things that we're that, that we've seen is that you can kind of gamify almost any any activity uh, that you want to incentivize people to do. It seems to be really big in marketing too right now. Oh, yeah. Of like, I'm going to make sure that it's you know compete against your friends for the most points and the most reward <laughs> payouts or the this or that. You know. Yeah, it's it's a strange thing because it's kind of it's incentivizing specific behavior, but also depending on how you look at it, you could say it's manipulating um, people's yeah. behavior. I know we've got a specific coworker who really feels like that's like manip like a very manipulative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as they like recognize that something manipulative is going on, or that you know marketing or whatever is trying to manipulate them into feeling a specific way or act in a specific way they're immediately turned off and like yeah. kind of become aggressive towards it. And like, no, get away. I'm staying away from this. You can't make me do what you want me to do. Um, I will <laughs> do that too with some very specific, like if I'm like, I see your logical fallacies you're using on me right now. <laughs> I will dig in my heels and be like, jokes on you. I'm never buying your product. I won't fall into your trap. <laughs> yeah. That's like the, the, what are the fallout that's happening with gamification of everything, mm. especially marketing. Is because you're getting to have some of that where you're like, wait a second, I see those tactics. Yeah. That's not good. So, before we get into like whether, you know, is gamification kingdom minded or like is, is it manipulative, all those questions, um, I was thinking we should talk about a few examples of gamification, especially for people, listeners who aren't super familiar with the, with yeah. the term or with the concept. Um, Man, I don't even know where to start. There's just like so many. Well, Duolingo. I think Duolingo is like the master yeah. of oh. of that yeah. gamified 
a non-game thing. Like yeah. they want you to study. And in order to get you to study, they're like, hey, you need to build a streak, log in every day, compare your study material to your friends. Like, don't fall behind. The Hendersons are, they're on level three of Russian and you're only on level two. Like, you got some catching up to do. <laughs> That's FOMO to the extreme. Yeah, the FOMO appeal the and then there's the sunk cost fallacy they're appealing to as well where mm. it's like hey you've been doing this every day for three years oh, you streaks. better keep that going yeah like i mean what? my fiance's mom has a seven-year streak in in germany and it's incredible so that she managed guilt. to do that pure well yeah well i think to some extent you know that there's guilt. just yeah no but really i i feel like for me that feels like a guilting tactic mm. and therefore I don't like that. I do not like when I um, am on a deadline to like enjoy or appreciate a thing. So like if I have to pay monthly for an MMO, it immediately sucks all the fun out because I'm too concerned about getting the most fun your in. dollar. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if I'm not playing enough, like, you, you know, and it's like yeah, too much stress and I don't like it. So I'm like, I just rather not hassle with that. Even yeah. if the game's fun. But it's interesting because is that I get, because it totally depends on how you look at it is that guilt or is that rewarding because you could just say well, you there is no obligation to keep your streak going so that's what duolingo does right it's like every day that you do it you get a continuous streak that goes and yeah. they give you little power-ups and stuff that you can spend money on or whatever to freeze your streak hmm. um so it's like if you do miss a day it, it pretends that you didn't yeah anyway but is that guilting you into keeping the streak going because it's a negative um it's negative feedback when you don't or is it positive feedback because they're just rewarding you when you do it? As far as I know, they don't do anything negative. They don't give you like a message with like a sad face. It's like, oh, you broke your streak. <laughs> You're a horrible person. Like, I mean, yeah. Then, then it wouldn't do well. So. Yeah. Because so yeah. it seems like they try to lean into positive feedback. Mm -hmm. It's true. The, despite the memes, they actually are placing a carrot lure, not like a mm -hmm. threaten a you with a stick. I so one interesting thing I've got a friend who's a developer um, that's making a Bible memorization app that's gamified because um, he was he was telling me I don't know if any of you guys have used the program like Awana been a part of the program oh, Awana program they're an international ministry uh, sorry an international children's ministry rather they've got they start clubs all over the world at local churches and so local churches can start and sponsor and run their own Awana club Anyway, and so it's got like a game time and a Bible memory time, like they, they memorize Bible verses um, and like a story and song time, all of this kind of stuff. But it's it's really gamified, the Bible memory is, because they've got like this workbook that you work through and you get little rewards every week for hmm. uh, memorizing a Bible verse and then coming back the next week and being able to recite it. And you have like people sign off and you get rewards, um, you get little prizes for getting those signed off and you get little jewels mm. on this little <laughs> crown that you wear. It's a whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was like a big, that's a big incentive for kids to like memorize Bible verses. Uh, and my developer friend, I, and I, I use friend loosely, more like an acquaintance. I, I started using his app and I've gotten in touch with the developer. And so I again use the term friend loosely here, <laughs> but anyway, he, he was like, I also was a part of that Awana program cause I was, and he's like, Oh, I also was a part of this Awana program. And I really wanted to make an app that could capture that experience as an adult. Like I wanted to be able to gamify it to motivate myself to memorize the Bible because right now it's a lot, it's very hard to just sit down and say, oh, okay, I'm going to, you know, memorize all of James chapter one today, 
even if that's a really good thing and that's something you want to do, it's very hard to motivate yourself to do mm-hmm. it without any sort of external carrot like that. And even if that carrot is completely self-imposed and you installed the app yourself and you like you know all the tactics behind it um, with its little streaks and its little um, rewards and nice sound effects that it gives you, um, even if you know all the things going into it, you can still feel that like little dopamine rush every time you're like, yeah, I did do it today. Like I kept the streak going. I memorized a little bit more, I memorized a little bit more, reinforced it. As you were talking, I just realized that Girl Scouts is just gamified learning. <laughs> <laughs> totally. here's, your, here's your biscuit badge. Yep. I, I never did Girl Scouts, obviously. So yeah, do it, like, I mean, elaborate a little bit. Uh, oh, well, I mean, same as like Cub Scouts, you know, you once you do a thing, go through with it, like they give you the little badge of like, hey, mm. you did a thing. Achievement unlocked. Like uh, the badges yeah. are just achievements yeah. for doing IRL activities. Um, and I had never thought about it until now. Yeah. <laughs> no, Absolutely. It's it's definitely so I don't know necessarily if it's a bad thing. And again, we'll probably get to that in a little bit, but it's 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 hard to say. It almost in some ways feels kind of neutral. I'm gonna do a plug here for that app. Anybody, go and look up the Wrinkly app. Wrinkly, wrinkly. yeah, <laughs> Wrinkly like W R, yeah, like the, like a big wrinkle brain. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Love <laughs> like it. You got a wrinkly brain, exactly. Um, I think yeah, they've got like a little elephant. Or whatever as a little mascot instead of the owl. Yeah. Hunter will put that in the in the comments for exactly, us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It'll be in the it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> um anyway, but no, I've seen I've seen it to great success. I, I so I do like a lot of wiki editing. That's like a pretty nerdy habit of mine, going and editing Wikipedia and stuff. A lot of wiki editing sites will implement badges like you said. Mm. And like Sammy was mentioning that is for Girl Scouts, but it's a you do X amount of edits, like 1,000 edits, and then you get a little badge. Yeah. Or you do this many, like you add this many categories. Once you've added your 25th category to an article, um, you get another little badge. And so yeah. these are like big incentives. And I've seen sites that use those. And I've seen sites that don't use them. And the ones that do use them have a way um, greater effect or have like a way greater user base that is dedicated to continuing on in there. Um, wiki editing activities because they'll want to hit those badges because it's something they enjoy doing and they just want something that will motivate them mm-hmm. and give them an excuse to do it because that's what they're really looking for is like an excuse to keep doing more of this activity they already enjoy that reminds me of one of the key things i've heard from marketing side and seeing those type of same tools and gamification um ways apply to marketing of all kinds specifically shopping is my is what i was thinking of in my head you know, all the different cards and reward clubs and stuff that are out there for pretty much every every existing shop that's out there. It's a mainstream shop. But it's like a lot of this gamification came also from, um, I think, the video game side being really popular, but also the psychology. There's a lot of uh, research that has gone into the way humans respond to things. Truth. That's led into, hey, we can just gamify everything. So they get those yeah. reward and dopamine hits. Um, and want to continue forward and then engage more because the the metrics are out there now on it does affect people's response rates and so on and engagement rates and so on. So it's yeah. a big part of the, the way the world works is analytics is everywhere. So what do you guys think? Where Where is that line between when it's manipulative versus when it is something that's, you know, when you're using a reward um, for something beneficial? For me, it's definitely in the nature of the the feedback. Like, am I doing it 
And, and honestly, that means that you can feel manipulated by things that don't mean to be manipulated. But um, sort of like, are they threatening you with a punishment or are they encouraging you with a reward? And some things, especially video games, they do both. They're like, hey, if you pull off this like frame perfect jump, like or whatever, you can take beat this boss without taking any damage or you can take damage and die like there mm, actually mm-hmm. is a a full dark end there but then we also enjoy that we enjoy that that thrill of being like oh i can succeed or i can like super succeed i can do it really well and then there's like a contrast there that becomes really fun but then in real life you i think most people do feel manipulated or it's just not quite as healthy or as motivating. Like they, they have part of his, uh, his note on the psychology research says that negative reinforcement just doesn't work the same <laughs> as uh, positive reinforcement. That people would much rather be rewarded than threatened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's, yeah, it's like, what are the stakes for failure? Mm-hmm. The stakes for failure, like Duolingo. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of negative reinforcement. Stakes for failure are... They're fairly high in the sense of, oh, you're going to lose a streak, but Duolingo is not, they are not um, necessarily giving you, like we said earlier, like a message that tries to make you feel like you're a bad person. Yeah. It just they kind of just sweep it under the rug and up. like get you onto the next streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of almost the best way you can have positive reinforcement without feeling, without accidentally turning it into a strictly negative thing. Because you could have a negative reinforcement unintentionally that is making people feel left out. So, like, if you're positively reinforcing, um, like, you're gamifying something, and then you are giving rewards to the users who do X task, and then everybody gets that except for one person, suddenly, and then everybody else is looking at that person and being like, hmm, you weren't able to do this? Come on. All the rest of us were able to <laughs> accomplish this <laughs> and get the reward. Then it starts to be... You know, then it starts to be a an issue because I think that's not really a godly way of looking at it. It's not really a godly way to. That feels like the corruption of a, of a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And that's kind of like where social media started out, where it was mm. like, "Hey, I can share what I'm doing with my friends, my fun stuff," but we've corrupted it into put on a mask, make everybody think my life is perfect, and then. Mm shame everybody else for not having that perfect life yeah and it's just you know that's what happens the devil gets in the workings and stuff goes downhill real quick <laughs> yeah yeah kind of a twisting of something that a corruption maybe you would say of something that was originally good or intended to be good because uh the hot take i have is that i think gamification is absolutely biblical i mm. think there are plenty of of verses that back up the idea that there are greater rewards for greater deeds in this plane of existence um we talked about it being sort of like there's a because it's delayed like because the reward comes in the afterlife that nobody you know knows anything about um and that we're there's no frame of reference there for me to judge. You're like, oh, well, well, Billy went to heaven three years ago and he's, he's, I'm, I better make sure that I'm working to attain what little Billy got when he went to heaven. You know, there, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're saved. We're spared from the social media dilemma of mm. comparing ourselves. Yeah. And presumably by the time we get to heaven, 
we're going to have whole new bodies and mind frames, so we're not even going to care if Little Billy has more than us, which is mm. great. Um, I look forward to that. Yeah. And even if we're not talking about rewards here on Earth, at very least, we know that God uses positive reinforcement um, in, like, a heavenly reality. Like, well done, good and faithful servant is something we're told that, you know, you will hear mm-hmm. if yeah. you run the race well, so to speak, here on Earth. And so that's not, yeah, regardless of, of that, that, regardless of if you get earthly rewards um, or not. And then the counter side, like our whole faith is based on um, that grace of being forgiven of all of our trespasses. Uh, and so no like Woo-hoo. there's, there's, if there's a guilt element, we're self-imposing it. Like mm-hmm. um, it seems we're. From what I have come to understand, God would never guilt you into obeying his law. It's mm-hmm. always a carrot and a promise and a relationship. It's, it's one yeah. thing, um, one thing that I think of in an implementation of this when trying not to guilt people into participating in a gamification system. Um, we set up this gamification system for our testing program mm-hmm. at SOMA. So we have testers who play our games and are able to be rewarded with points that they for giving feedback and for submitting bugs about our games. And uh, we've got this whole system built up around it that's very much gamified because you're earning points that you can yeah you know, by doing various tasks and activities, and then you can spend those points on like real, well, both physical and digital rewards. So like we'll send you T-shirts or mystery boxes or. All sorts of stuff, but you can also buy Discord rules and other digital things. Anyway, so that's a gamification system. We have a leaderboard on there, and so this is where you could maybe say, "Oh, well, this is this is where the guilt's going to come in." If all these other people are so much higher than me on the leaderboard, well, I must be a bad tester or something. And maybe that might sneak in there some, but the way, at least the way I try to present it, um, is not necessarily in a way of guilting people to go up to the top because you can. Everybody has individual points that they can spend on their own rewards so I, I have a leaderboard on there so that we can you know you can foster some sort of friendly amount of competition just a little bit mm-hmm. um and i think that's that can be good for motivation without being too you know without turning into something nasty yeah um or super guilt trippy but i like that we can everybody has an individual amount of points that they can spend on their own rewards and spend on what they want so it's like you're setting your you're gamifying this so that they can set their own goal and they can set their own. And they're not competing for like a limited resource. Exactly. Like even if they, you know, report the same bug, they're both going to get points for it. Mm-hmm. Like hmm. y- there's no Yeah, there's no punishment for not being the first or for not being the best or yeah. most concise. It's not like we like, have a reward like, "Oh, you get this Discord role if you're one of the first 5 people to, mm-hmm. you know, buy it on the rewards shop." Um Hey, you know, you know, I, we should also put in a, I'm going to put in a plug here for our dis, our tester program. Yeah, yeah, so also check it. out the sh- show notes because we have that open 24 seven. Anybody can join at any time when we test lots of games. Do you like games? You want to play games? You want to play games for free? For free. <laughs> you want to play exclusive games that are mm-hmm. still in early access? Want to see them before everyone else? Mm-hmm. Guilty you into reports. doing this right now. No, I'm just kidding. No, we, we absolutely will put that in the show notes though, because those are, um, that is something that we're always looking for more testers on and it's completely free and you can get free rewards from it. But uh, yeah, I, so I like that. I like what you said. You're not competing for a limited resource and we're not trying to guilt people into, Oh, you got to be as good as these other people, these <laughs> other testers that you're competing with. 
rather it's like no you can set your own goals of like whatever you want like pick something out in the store that you that you think yeah you would enjoy and shoot for that like use that as the motivator because mm-hmm. um, it's not going away <laughs> you know have to be guilted if somebody else already has it and you don't i just think it's great that we have gamified testing games which are <laughs> just gamified experience it's just great it's very it. meta mm. yeah but with that I think that's about all we have on that matter today. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, is gamification kingdom-minded? Is it not? Um, we're open because we're still cogitating through all that. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us and have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. In fact, have a great rest of your month. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation. You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time and have a great day.